1: Welcome back now for some economic consequences of a very different kind. That, of course, is Mendelssohn's Wedding March, and it conjures visions of a formal church wedding with the bride and her wedding party, walking down the aisle in expensive dresses chosen and ordered months, if not years in advance. The ceremony is followed by a fancy catered affair, followed by dancing, after which the couple jets off for a dream honeymoon. These days All of that is off. Instead, plans are on hold or the celebrations are going virtual with lots of money lost because of canceled venues, catering, flowers, etc., etc. The wedding business is worth about $5 billion here in Canada, and it would be in high gear right now with most weddings taking place between June and September. I'd like to hear from you. Uh, were you supposed to go to a wedding this summer? What happened? Do you have a family member who's planning on getting married and and what's up with that? 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 And now I'd like to welcome Erin Maranka who is scheduled to get married in September and Melissa Simborski who is a wedding planner and the owner of One Fine Day Event Planning. And design, ladies, thanks for joining us. Hello,
2: thank you for having me Hello,
1: hello let's begin with Aaron first of all, congratulations on your upcoming marriage, but uh, what, what's up with your wedding?
2: Oh gosh, what is up with my wedding um, right now it's it's kind of touch and go we're essentially on hold waiting to hear from our venue uh, around whether or not the wedding is happening in September where it's scheduled we've been on multiple calls with our venue just trying to figure out really how they're handling the situation with spring, summer, and fall weddings and really what our options are in terms of rescheduling our wedding. So since March, we've really just been told that our venue is working seven weeks out. And by that, they mean they're contacting couples who are scheduled to get married up to seven weeks from today, for example, with alternative dates for their weddings. And what that means for us is we won't know whether our wedding is happening or being pushed out until around the middle of July. So really uncertain right now is what's happening with our wedding. And is is it possible for you to
1: get a refund?
2: Oh, that will be our next conversation with our venue, because right now we really don't know. It does seem that they're they're optimistic that our wedding will happen, but... They, it does seem like they're really just trying to keep our wedding with this venue, and we have not yet talked about canceling the wedding and getting a refund.
1: I mean, um, are are you are you open to you know? For, presumably, you picked that date for a reason. Are you are you open to? putting it off. I mean, I know that a lot of couples have gone for a virtual wedding uh, uh, sometimes in a sanctuary and, and everybody else is online or we, we've seen weddings, you know, on street corners. Absolutely. We, you know, that's kind
2: of what we're thinking about right now. We really, we really don't want to push it out another year to September, 2021, Um We're looking to start a family soon. We've been together for years now. We are just so looking forward to getting married. And when you spent so much time, energy, emotion, and money into meticulously planning your wedding for a specific date and you've communicated this with loved ones, it's really hard to let go of that vision and accept that your wedding will be more than a year away now. So we're definitely open to cancelling our wedding at this venue and doing something perhaps smaller, more intimate. And those who can't come yet, either including them virtually um, or down the line, if we want to have another celebration that we're open to that, but we just don't want to be held to this venue. If it's not going to be the way that we intended it to be. And if it's going to be over a year from now.
1: Okay. Uh, Just before we move on uh, to Melissa, Aaron, how much money did you did you budget for this wedding, and how much of it how you, have you already put out in deposits and dresses and the whole thing? Oh, geez, we've probably budgeted between sixty to eighty thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! Um,
2: we've only put a we've put a hefty down payment, or, or deposit rather, down on the venue itself. It's close to ten thousand uh, dollars. Between dresses, it's been another, you know. I guess, another $5,000. We've um, unfortunately, but fortunately, you know, we have not yet been able to even look at rings or pay for rings yet. We've put money down on florists, photographers. So we're at risk of losing a lot of money, not so much as if we cancel, but even if we're able to postpone our wedding to next year if that's what we decide to do the vendors we've selected might not be available next year on the only date we might have an option to choose and that's a big deal to us and aside from that rates go up year over year so who's to say that
1: these vendors who we've selected if they are available won't be charging us next year's rates okay let's bring in melissa simborski hi melissa hi uh you're, this is your business you're a wedding planner and and there, there are no weddings happening or that's right unfortunately unfortunately tell me a little bit about your situation so right now we're basically just working with all
0: of our couples from the spring and summer and they are postponing their dates to either later in the fall and a lot of them are looking at pushing into the winter months so that they don't have to wait a year from now and then now we're focusing on some of the later summer weddings to look at moving to next spring or next summer
1: uh, before we move on, I'd like to give the numbers out again. And, and we were about to hear from a grandmother uh, whose granddaughter was getting married. So please call back. I, I'm going to get to your your calls in a minute, but we're just trying to get the whole picture. The numbers 416-360-0740, toll free one 866 740 Honey and Maple, I definitely want to talk to you. But uh, l- let's just get Melissa's situation first. So, uh, Melissa, in terms of your income, is it sort of gone from your income to zero in a big hurry? Pretty much. I think the whole industry has gone from
0: 100 to zero very quickly, um, just based on what's happening. But we're being understanding with couples and, and shifting deposits to their new dates. And then it's, you know, we're all in the same boat. We're in this together. It's just unfortunate, the situation that we're all in right now.
1: Uh, and in terms of, uh, we heard from Erin, she's, uh, depending on what other date she can get. I mean, are, are couples open to moving their dates or are they more inclined to see, uh, those very, very pared down weddings that we've been seeing? Either they've gone virtual with just an officiant or, uh, I, I thought they were adorable. I saw, I think they were from the United States. These weddings, like we got married, we got married on the sidewalk. Right. I think you're seeing a
0: mixed group of every couple is different. You're seeing some couples that really just want to get married this year. So they're going to hold out for their date, but do it just with their parents, grandparents, more like a civil ceremony, and then save the party for next year. Then you're seeing some couples who are just moving everything to next year because they just want the whole wedding as the way they planned it.
1: Okay, let's hear from Honey and Maple. Hello, Honey. Hi. Hi. Uh, I just would like to comment that
3: my grandson and his future, my future granddaughter had planned a big wedding, very much like the story that was told by the, you know, the deposits and everything else. And when they decided we're, you know, COVID and they spoke to the venue and he said, okay, um, send another few thousand dollars in and I'll book you another date. And they weren't inclined to do so because they didn't know when another date would be. By the time he's, uh, finally he's threatening to sue them for the whole amount uh, if they don't book by this year, for next year or whatever. It's been very litigious on his part. What it's done is left such a terrible taste in their mouth, they don't even want another wedding or another thing. They just are waiting till they have their license. And they're going to get married because they want to start a family. It It's just been so stressful. And as a grandmother watching it, not like a parent who's so involved financially and everything, it's heartbreaking.
1: It it and is. That sounds very sad, and it it, it sounds especially sad that that uh, you know it it's not their fault, and to be in a situation where you know we understand that the vendors are also under a lot of pressure, but to be so mean and nasty and belligerent about it, it it, oh, it lawyers, sounds awful. He's gone so far as to send them a lawyer letter. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let, let's bring in Melissa. Have you heard of, of reactions like this? Unfortunately, the sad
0: truth is we've heard stories like this before, where some vendors are just being extremely difficult. They're not bending, they're not being flexible or working with the couple to try to achieve that new date. So, unfortunately, this is kind of the negative side of what we're hearing from other couples as well.
1: But it's it's also what, what Honey is telling us. I, I mean... Um, Aaron, it sounds like your vendor is working with you on another date honey honey was saying that they they were asked for more money to even get another date, which is not which a date is they' not want. realistic at all I mean, it,
3: well, my children have that in writing, so it's not like it didn't happen and when that began, by the time you know these poor kids because you know it's the parents who were sort of paying for the wedding, and they were sort of in the middle of this thing and so heartbroken uh, for many reasons that to have, like, and I'm old school, and I said, the man hasn't, you know, how dare he say he's going to sue them for $45,000 or whatever he thinks he can get if they don't book another date when he he hasn't laid out any more money. And, he, and and my children said, keep the deposit, we're sorry, we don't like to lose it, uh, but if that's the situation, we know you're under strain, you can keep our deposit, but the kids don't want another date. That's when this whole thing started to blow up, and it's been very, very stressful oh, it sounds, to watch my grandchildren.
1: It sounds awful. Melissa, what would you advise Honey's grandchildren Well, I mean, it really comes down to the contract that
0: they've signed. So really, at this point in time, it's have a lawyer get them to look at the contract. Usually, clients are looking at the clause called force majeure, and that's the clause that everybody looks at and says, what is this for? This is what it's for. Act of God, pandemic, natural disaster. That is usually the out of the contract, because legally, the venue can't host your event, and you can't host it because of government restrictions. So there's usually that loophole or clause in your venue contract, and that's usually the only vendor that you're going to see that type of clause in. So I'm not sure if that is written in your specific contract, but definitely have your lawyer look at what you find at the venue.
1: And uh, the other thing that, again, and, and this is the way I can't understand how some businesses are behaving, you know, they are, they're presumably going to want to be in business afterwards. And, you know, people these days use social media, all kinds of things. I mean, if people, uh, businesses will be judged on how they handle this tragic situation. Uh, Erin, do you have a view on that? No, I I totally agree with you in
2: that. It it does leave a bad taste in people's mouth when you're not treated fairly. You don't believe you're treated fairly. We're going through, A similar situation where our venue is, you know, we trust our venue is is giving us all the information that they have, but we've asked multiple times, let us be proactive and just rebook our wedding at a time that we know works for all of our vendors, that we're okay with that early next year. Let us do that at least. And their response has been no, because that's not fair to couples who are getting married in the months prior to ours who may have to postpone theirs. Meanwhile, we understand our venue is still taking new weddings into 2021. So couples who are newly engaged are, are still able to reserve dates in 2021. So how is it that we're not allowed to proactively change our date? Um, and, and that's why we're at a point right now where our hands are kind of up in the air. We, we almost don't even want to get married at this venue anymore. And it's because of the, the poor taste that's left, that this experience um, has left in our mouths.
1: I mean, Melissa, I'm sure that you have uh, venues and vendors that you like to deal with habitually and you bring them a lot of business. For sure. And I think I agree with what's being said. It's the way vendors are reacting and helping couples is really going to determine
0: who's going to be in business next year and the year after that.
1: Uh, Let me ask you both this, because I think I think on our end, we we should follow up and try to uh, put a call into the Ministry of Consumer Affairs or whatever they're calling it these days, because it it seems like consumer protection is is necessary. Honey, uh, your grandchildren, have they tried either with a lawyer or some kind of government official or what are they? Where are they at? Well, I think that
3: you know, um, my
1: grandson has friends
3: who are new lawyers. Uh, you know, it's not that they didn't. My whole family felt very sorry for the vendor uh, to begin with, and but their date was uh, supposed to be in July. He had to cancel it. They didn't because he couldn't. They couldn't have it then because of the pandemic. So, had it been like gentlemanly, perhaps they would have said, okay, let's look at another date. But now they don't want to wait to get married. They're going to get married as soon as they can. They don't even know if they want to party after. They're planning to have a family. They're like, how can in this terrible, terrible times that we're all living through be forced to make those kind of decisions? Uh, So their thing was okay we'll lose our deposits they also had deposits with bands and things like that we don't like to but at least we'll have know that if a year from now we want to have a party to celebrate we can go anywhere but they haven't planned to go anywhere they were planning to go back there just not to put it in writing at this time because they don't even know if they want to
1: do it they just want to get married well that's their their whole I wish thing. them. Uh, the best of luck, and you should definitely have uh, somebody with some kind of legal training look at that contract for that force majeure clause and see what What's it, it says. Called? Force, measure? M-A-J-E-U-R-E, majeure, oh, force majeure. Majeure. M a j e u r e. Majeure. French word. Force majeure. Yeah. At my yes. age, I have to write everything down. <laughs> uh, well, we always have to write things down. Uh, Melissa, do you have any other? Uh, do you have any other advice for Honey and her family?
0: No, I think that's the best starting point. Is with the lawyer go through the contract and look for that clause, and then that would be a huge benefit to the couple if they can start with that.
1: Okay, and uh, I want to give the last word to the two other ladies, twenty seconds each. Melissa, um, what is your situation? What are you hoping for? I think we're hoping for couples just to say as positive as they can in this really hard
0: time, but know that they will get married. We can't say when, but we know you will get married. It will be amazing, and just stick together and have a self be that you're both happy with, and just communicate throughout this whole process, and just uh, stay positive.
1: Okay, and and Aaron, first of all, congratulations on your upcoming marriage and whatever thank wedding you end you. up with. What would what would you like to leave us with? Twenty seconds. Uh,
2: um, You know, just that. We know love is not canceled and and we don't take for granted the fact that we're healthy and and we're still in love. And at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. So whether or not we're able to cancel, postpone, we love each other and and we'll one way or another, we'll, we'll find a way to get married when we want, how we want. So I would just wish the same encouragement on to everybody else who's going through this at this time.
1: Okay. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, it's not the way uh, everybody would want it to happen, but it's still a happy occasion. And thank you also to Honey in Maple for sharing the story of your grandkids, and I wish them all the best. And um, congratulations to everyone, and I am over time. So thank you. That's all the time we have. Free for All Friday coming up tomorrow.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.